All right, sports fans, welcome to this week's episode of Sports Retorts. You may have immediately noticed that I am not Mary Beth. That is true. Excellent listening skills. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> she will not be able to join us this week, but she will be back next time sharing her insight for baseball, sports in general, and just being a great person. Uh, until then, I'm Huli. I'm the Joe. And we have quite a show in store for you tonight. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but as you may have noticed, there was recently a U.S. presidential election. Things went great. Everything is fine. Uh, Okay. uh, Come out from the ledge. uh, Come uh, in. Talk. Perfect. I don't want to. I know, but we have to. Otherwise, our sponsors of insert sponsor here will be very upset Uh, but we thought that this was going to be a great opportunity to talk a little politics Uh, what we will be doing is we will be comparing every starting NFL quarterback to some current past or potentially future slash made up U.S. presidents all that and a little game we like to call playoff or play on Thank you so much for joining us. So sorry about the recent U.S. election. And congratulations, Chicago Cubs. All right, sports fans, as we said, we have a new segment here on Sports Retorts with Julian the Joe. This is a little something we like to call playoffs or play on. It's a very simple, easy-to-follow concept. We are approaching the end of the NFL regular season. Some teams will be moving on to the playoffs, where they will have a chance to uh, compete for a Super Bowl championship. So, therefore, the opposite of playoff is play on right so if you play on you're not going to the playoffs but if you are going to the playoffs then you have a chance to play Play on on. but not if you play on by not going to the playoffs right because if you're if you're playing on you're not playing yes you're done if you're playing on you're done playing i don't think that we even needed to explain this this is a pretty straightforward concept playoff or play on. So we're going to choose four teams and we're going to talk about whether they might play off or play on. You two may be the dumbest humans ever. If you two had 1,000 years to write 24 hours a day, you could not write an episode of Blue's Clues. Robo out. All right. Now that that easy explanation is out of the way, let's go ahead and kick this thing off. With my Miami Dolphins, Joe, do the Dolphins play off or play on? I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins play off. Ooh, snap. Why? Right now, the Miami Dolphins are sitting at 7-4, second in the AFC East behind the New England Patriots. Uh, I think they're right in the hunt for a wild card spot. I think there's a good chance that it's going to either come from the AFC East or the AFC West, 
Joe, can I stop you right there and tell me why I think that they are actually going to be playing off? You mean playing on? I mean playing off, buddy. They're making it to the playoffs. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, here's why. They are winners of the last six in a row games. They've caught a lot of momentum. Earlier in the year, they had a lot of offensive line problems, which have since been settled. They have uh, left tackle, left guard issues. Tunstall's playing well now. The rookie's doing all right. And their last four games... They can, they can take all of them. I think they realistically win three against Ravens, Cardinals, Jets, and Bills. I think that's totally possible. They they built they beat the Bills earlier, twenty eight twenty five. Mm-hmm. Granted, three or four are on the road, but like. Uh, if I got to pick one game to have at home, I'd love to have the Cardinals down in Miami. I was going to say their home road splits are the only thing that really intrigued me. They're five and one at home, two and three on the road. But I think ever since Arian Foster lost his career and J-A-J-A-J-J-J-I-I-I-J has come on strong, I think that they're in a really good position to, to storm one of the wildcard spots. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Play off. Oh, wait. Did you say they were playing on or no, playing I, off? I said they were playing off. Oh, yeah. We agree then. Yeah. The Miami Dolphins play, play off. off. Again, this concept, very simple. Even we're not confused by it. Super easy to grasp. All right. Sticking in the AFC, we're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, currently sitting at 8-3, and three, the best non-division leader record. In fact, they're only behind the Raiders at 9-2 and two and the Patriots at 9-2. and two. I'm going to say play off. They've been looking strong. They, they managed to get it done with Alex Smith and Andy Reid as they have 4-1 and one at home, 4-2 and two on the road, plus 38-point differential on the season. I think that they can do it. So you have them playing off? I do have them playing off. I don't. I have them playing on and being done. And here's why I think that they are actually going to be done. It's their last remaining schedule games. They got some tough games. Falcons are in the thick of it down there. That division is super tight. They're in for it. Raiders are playing for a first-round bye. They are not going to let up on them. Titans are awash. We all know that. But the Broncos, on that last game of the season, if it's half the game that the other one was, and I think it's going to be double the other way. I think that's going to be a fantastic game, but I think the Broncos pull it out, and they're going to lose three of those four, making sure that they play on by not going to the postseason. Right, again, yeah, we. I think we, we, we get it. Okay, great. Yeah, so you said they're playing on. I They're playing on for me. Right, I'm going to say playoff. I think that they... I think they can pull out a Christmas miracle against the Broncos playing Christmas evening. Uh, I agree. Raiders, Falcons could be a, t- a tough road ahead, but all right. Agree to disagree. Switching over to the NFC, we're going to talk about two teams again. The first being that team from the city so nice they named it twice, the New York, New York Giant Giants. <laughs> the Giants sitting at 8-3, and three, which is the second-best record in the NFC. The only team that's better yeah. is the Dallas Cowboys sitting ahead of them. They've got some games with the Steelers, the aforementioned Cowboys, the division-leading Lions, the Eagles, and the Potatoes. So a division game against every team left. I think it's going to be a pretty tough road ahead of the Giants. However, they may have built a strong enough cushion 
that they can still secure one of those wild card spots. These guys are a toss up. What are you thinking, Hooli? I think they have a lot of tough games left on the schedule and the aforementioned potatoes. Uh, I think that the Cowboys get them. I think that the Eagles play them tough, but they do not win. I think that the Lions get them. Eli goes full on Eli and manages to lose that one. You know, I think it's close enough to where they could end up losing and the Giants play on. I think it's entirely possible. My gut says that the Giants are going to play off. Playoff? Talk about playoff? I think that they've built a big enough cushion in the win column that they can withstand a couple losses. Also, looking at the rest of the NFC, I don't think that a wild card is going to come from the NFC West. Uh, I don't think that they're going to come from the NFC South. Maybe the Buccaneers make some noise. I think that a wild card comes from the NFC East and the NFC North, who we're going to talk about here in just a second. But I think that that means I have faith. I never thought I'd say this sentence. I have faith in Eli. Woof. I take it back as soon as it came out of my mouth. Yeah, that's why I got to say they play on. Eli Manning. I don't think they deserve it. I don't think anyone else comes to take it from them, though. I'm going to say playoff. All right. And lastly... A team that we thought was history to a team that's on the History Channel, the Vikings. It looked real bleak early in the season once Teddy Bridgewater went down, and then a couple of games later when Adrian Peterson went down also. R.I.P. Purple Jesus. Oh, man. But they have managed to circle the wagons better than the Buffalo Bills behind Sam Bradford starting off super hot. Super hot. What, they win their first six in a row, Joe? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Won five in a row before dropping four, four in a row. And have gone one and one the last two games. So really, two different teams here. Yes. They're going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Loss. Jacksonville Jaguars. Win. Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to call loss. Packers. That's also a loss. Bears. That's probably a win. I think... They're going to play on. You know, I think that they are, too. I don't think... I think that they get in in a wild card. I think that the Lions maintain and keep that division. Jim Bob Cooter has them boys playing out of their mind on their offense down there in Detroit. And I don't think they slow down. But I think the Lions have... I'm sorry. I think that the Vikings have proven themselves able to win games when they need... Maybe not when they need to, but they're able to win games. I think they do it. I'm going to call it. Minnesota Vikings, play off. Bold choice. I think that they caught a lot of teams off guard early in the season, and I think that they've settled back to where Sam Bradford can take any team, which is middle of the pack. Sure. Then why give up a first-round pick for him? Because they figured all he needed to do was hand off the ball to Adrian Peterson. <laughs> right? Upon introspect, they were like, God, farts. <laughs> Total farts. Farts from a hose to, from my butt to my mouth. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. But I have them in, but so it, I yeah. have them playing off. A lot of people don't know that that's old Viking technology that started that. <laughs> uh, that was the original ATM. The Huffing Fjord. Oh, gross. <laughs> yes. Your, Fjord. Yours was gross. Mine was totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. Cool. So we agree on the AFC. Yes. Disagree on the NFC. Well, I mean... You gotta split the difference somehow. Maybe you don't. Anyway, this has been 
play off. Play on. As some of you may have been paying attention, there was a recent U.S. election. Maybe you weren't paying attention. Totally fine. Nothing happened. Everything's normal. Statistically, you probably weren't paying attention. <sighs> you made me sad. So, one of the things that got us thinking during this election is how concerned everybody is over who is the president. And I get it. They're the kind of the face of the franchise that is the United States government. They're the ones whose track records are marked with wins and losses, rightly or wrongly, because they are not the only ones doing it. They are but one cog in a machine. Uh, all of those checks and balances, executive, legislative, judicial. So it's kind of unfair to pin the president with all of the successes and failures of their term. However, it is something that, as Americans, we do. It is something that we also do with certain athletes, hockey goalies, baseball starting pitchers, NFL quarterbacks. Rightly or wrongly, a quarterback is seen as the face of his franchise. They are the ones who carry a win-loss record. You don't know a left guard's win-loss record. You don't know a middle linebacker's win-loss record, but you sure as shit know the quarterback's win-loss record. So, in summary... What we have decided to do here in Sports Retort is look at all 32 starting NFL quarterbacks and obviously choose the U.S. president that is most closely like them. It's a very simple concept. It's, a, it's perfectly timed for what's happening in America. Absolutely. And we think it matches up pretty perfectly. The similarities are really really uncanny absolutely some of these are downright spooky with how similar the nfl quarterback and most likely dead u.s president is yeah so we'll be taking this division by division and seeing who matches up with who we will start with the afc west and the san diego superchargers quarterback philip rivers hooley Take it away. That's right. For me, Philip Rivers is most like Theodore Roosevelt, and it's very simple, and here's why. Theodore Roosevelt founded the national park system, and it's just that simple. You don't have parks. You don't have rivers. You don't have rivers. You don't have the chargers. Theodore Roosevelt is Philip Rivers. Mm. I'm going to go to the Oakland Raiders quarterback, Derek Carr, and say that he is most like John Quincy Adams. He's doing a great job, but isn't even the most famous member of his family. <laughs> Somebody carrying his name came before him and will likely be remembered more than he does. Unless, who knows, maybe Carr will do Quincy Adams good and win a ring. Which is all John Quincy Adams wanted. That's all he wanted. 
that and to move away from the Netherlands when he was like 19. <laughs> also like Derek Carr. All right, sliding on over, we have Alex Smith of the Kansas City Chiefs, who is obviously, obviously Harry S. Terman. He's just a boy from Kansas City trying to do what he thinks is right. Sometimes you might not like it, and sometimes he's going to make some mistakes. But ultimately, he's going to do it. <laughs> the last team in the AFC West is the Denver Broncos and their quarterback, Trevor Simeon, for whom I'm going to assign... William Henry Harrison, ninth president of the United States, having served for 31 days before dying of pneumonia. Thanks for stopping by, Simeon, but don't unpack. You're not going to be here very long. You're going to have a real short career, kid. Mm-hmm. When you rode in on that Bronco, you should have put a coat on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cold out there on your ass. All right, sliding on over. The man who had that job and is now the quarterback in Houston, Brock Osweiler. For Osweiler, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to play the Polk card here. Oh, what's that? I'm going to say that he is James K. Polk because after watching the Houston Texans-Oakland Raiders game that happened in Mexico City, the debacle that it was, I don't know if anyone has tried to harm U.S. Mexico relations this bad since James K. Polk tried to tried to declare war on Mexico. Oh, I can think of one person who might have done worse for U.S.-Mexico relations. That's why I'm going with future President Donald J. Trump. And I'm going with Trump just because it's like, how? How did you get that job, you overpaid piece of crap? Yeah, both, both that is true. Both of them uh, have come into money that they did nothing to deserve. Did not. Uh, cool. I also think uh, Osweiler would do uh, pretty well if his offensive line was just a wall instead of the uh, turnstiles installed in, in five positions <laughs> in front of him. All right. All right, sticking to the AFC South, we'll move up to the Indianapolis Colts, where I'm going to say Andrew Luck is Herbert Hoover. He's not bad, has a terrible supporting staff, and to be honest, if you think this is depressing now, just give it a few years. Oh, it's all bad. They signed up for too much money. They have no cap flexibility. They can't support anyone around him. He's going to get hit real bad at some point. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. It's Tent City, Indianapolis. Well, at least he can uh, move into his backup career of uh, being another Geico caveman. <laughs> well, his phone is from the cave era. <laughs> Flip phone weirdo. All right. Sliding over to the Jacksonville Jaguars and Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. I think he's most like President George Walker Bush. And a reason that I'm going to say that is because if it weren't for Florida, neither of them would have careers. Damn! Got him! The only reason Jaguars took him is because he played right there in Central Florida, was able to get good looks at him all the time. He wasn't going to go that high anywhere else. And if he goes anywhere else, he's probably not playing right now. So he had to go to a super garbage team to get some playing time, just like W. Yeah. Had to 
steal Florida to get some playing time. Definitely. And I, I'm pretty sure that uh, one of the QBs that Bortles replaced was hanging Chad Henney. <laughs> so, I think this. I think that makes perfect sense. That makes all the sense. Rounding out the AFC South, the Tennessee Titans quarterback Marcus Mariota. Look, Mariota is young. He's hip. He's fresh. He likes Jay Z. He's the face of a blue franchise. He has changed that I can believe in. He is Barack Hussein Obama. Also, both of them from Hawaii. Damn! Right? This is honestly one of the most spot-on comparisons that I think that we have. I that that actually is accurate. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I got one coming up here that I think is pretty good. Ooh, but is it an elite comparison? Oh, it is an elite comparison because it's Joe Flacco of the Baltimore Ravens, who is all of Mount Rushmore. Hashtag elite. Hashtag so elite. That's so elite and so many hashtags. Oh, hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback, and he des- deserves to be represented by the presidents that best represent him. And who is that but the presidents on Mount Rushmore? Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln. Only those four men can properly represent Joe Flacco. I know it hurts, Joe, but it's the truth. Hashtag elite. That is outrageous and disgusting, and I refuse to listen to any more of it. I'm going to talk about the real hero of the AFC North, the quarterback of your Cleveland Browns, Cody Kessler. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) 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 The crowd's going wild. Uh, Cody Kessler, congratulations. You are Warren G. Harding. After being a rookie selected in this year's draft in the third round, you've replaced two quarterbacks who got injured right away. You've suffered two concussions and have hurt your shoulder. Just like Warren Harding, you are going to serve half of the expected term and die of a cerebral hemorrhage. Jesus. You will be missed, Cody. (laughs) Jesus. He's going to play on in heaven. Well, I don't even think he makes it. To, oh, no, he would. Yeah, he would play on because even in heaven, a Browns can't make it to the playoffs. Woo! Let's move on. <laughs> this hurts too much to, to dwell on. All right, then let's uh, slide it over to that other team in Ohio then, Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton is most like Richard Nixon. Ooh. Yeah, Nixon didn't have a soul, and gingers <laughs> don't have a soul, and MB's not here to defend that, so... Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Actually, nobody has a soul, so it's not really, like, that big of a stretch. It's just a thing that people don't have. Oh, wait, except for my buddy Mark. My buddy Mark definitely has a soul because he gambled it to me in a game of pool when we were in ninth grade. So no one has a soul except for Mark, and I actually have Mark's soul. So in, so to make a long story short, Andy Dalton is Richard Nixon. You know what? Playoff play on was easier to follow than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Great choice. Rounding out the AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is President James Buchanan, also from Pennsylvania, 
and also a 30-second level Mason. Oh. Did you not know that about Ben Roethlisberger? I did not know that about Ben Roethlisberger. That's because Ben Roethlisberger didn't want you to know about it. Oh, that makes sense. AFC East. All right. We're talking about the AFC East. We're getting into it now. This one's real easy for me. Starting in New England, going with the easiest, Tom Brady. Ooh. Tom Brady. What's he got? Five rings? What's he got? Like all the division titles? This guy is FDR. All right. He's the greatest of all time. No one's going to stop him. I mean, Tom Brady could be paralyzed and people wouldn't even know. You don't. Huh? Eleanor Roosevelt is basically the Giselle Bunchen of the 30s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, let's not mince words about it. Tom Brady is FDR. Uh, the GOAT. I can't argue with that. I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill is president. I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill is 14th president, Franklin Pierce. Huh? So here we go. Follow me if you can on this one. It goes pretty deep down the rabbit hole, okay? I I will try, yes. Here are things Franklin Pierce and Ryan Tannehill have in common. White dudes. Some people like them. Some people don't. Checks out with me. (laughs) Ryan Tannehill is Pierce. Moving on up north to Buffalo, this one's super easy. Tyrod Taylor is President Zachary Taylor. They have the same last name. Oh, yeah. Tyrod Zachary Taylor and Zachary Tyrod Taylor. It's a match made in heaven. I forgot that Tyrod was short for Zachary and that Zachary was short for Tyrod. Yeah. It's like an Ouroboros, the snake that just eats itself. There is no... There is no longer version of that name. Yeah, that's right. You just keep shortening it between Zachary and Taylor. Cool. Uh, Last quarterback in the AFC and the AFC East, Harvard grad Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, is he another Harvard grad then? Potentially like John Adams or something? That is a great question. Nope. What with a dude with a dope beard, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ulysses S. Grant. That is correct, yes. <laughs> that beard game is on point. I mean, they both bet on themselves to win, and I hear Fitzpatrick can throw down whiskey as well. Not because he's Irish, because he has to play for the Jets. A tradition started by the uh, uh, the late, great Broadway Joe Namath. And I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> Joe Namath isn't dead. Take a look at him. He's dead. He's dead to us. <laughs> You saw him on that sideline interview. Kiss me. You're just going to kiss you. I just want to shake your hand. Dirt trash. (laughs) We are so punchy this episode. Mary Beth must be here to keep us in check because we are taking everybody down. Play on. Play off. All right. So, Hooli, we just did the AFC. What do you think about the NFC? Should we play off or play on? And then explain to me what you meant by your answer. Whichever one allows us to continue this bit. Playoff! Yes, we will. Keeping with the team that we disagreed on, those New York Giants headed by Eli Manning. And this is the easiest one. And I'm sorry, Joe, but I got to break a little bit of the rule here. You are Jeb Bush. Literally everyone else in your family is better at the job that you're trying to do. (laughs) Please clap. 
I think Cooper could be a better quarterback or president than you. Whichever the uh, you mean Billy Bush. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this all works out. This all works out. Moving on to DC, we'll look at quarterback Kirk Cousins. Congratulations, your quarterback is the president who oversaw the Trail of Tears, Andrew Jackson. Because the franchise is looking for a new contract. Cousins is looking for more money. Not since Andrew Jackson has somebody had such a hard time negotiating with potatoes. There it is. Yeah, that one is uh that one's tough. I am rooting for Kirk Cousins all the way on this one. Get paid, son. Go potatoes. Yeah, fuck the potatoes. Reparations. Yeah. All right, keeping in that division, we are going to be sliding over to the division leader, Dallas Cowboys, and Dak Prescott. You know what, Dak Prescott? Oh, fuck. You know what, Dak Prescott? You're Andrew Johnson. You took over for a guy who's probably pretty qualified, who did pretty well, but then he got hurt trying to play the job a little bit. So that would make Lincoln Tony Romo and you, Andrew Johnson. Other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Romo? Ooh. Ooh. Turns out crippling. <laughs> yeah, tough break. I'm referring to all of Tony Romo's bones. <laughs> uh, rounding out the NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. You are president James Madison. James Madison did a lot of stuff. Uh, helped craft the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, oversaw the Louisiana Purchase, was Speaker of the House, but pretty much everything he did and is known for was before he became president. Carson Wentz, you did some great stuff at North Dakota Bumfuck State University, <laughs> but you ain't done shit in the big show, so welcome. You're still not going to do shit in the big show, you North Dakota Bumfuck. Boom. Horn, horn, horn. Sticking in the NFC, going down to basically the SEC of the NFL, the NFC South. That is very right. Hanging on to that notion, we're going to go to Tampa Bay first with Jameis Winston. And this one's easy for me. This one is super easy. Jameis Winston is JFK. Elaborate. JFK is a good Massachusetts boy. There's nothing else that he likes more than a couple of fresh legs from the ocean. Just like my boy, Jameis Winston. JFK, Jameis Winston, both crush crab legs. Also, their names both start with J. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can't... Checkmate. Checkmate solid logic. Also, I hear Winston is dating an Onassis. Oh, good for him. Yeah, none of that last part is true. Good for him, nonetheless. <laughs> He's doing all right in Florida. Surrounded by crab legs. Good for you, Winston. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, New Orleans quarterback Drew Brees. I'm going to play the Polk card again. Polk card. James K. Polk. James K. Polk did so much. He brought uh, Oregon country to the country, brought the U.S. victory in the Mexican War, oversaw the start of the U.S. Naval Academy, the Smithsonian Institute, the groundbreaking of the Washington Monument. Uh, what else can he add to his resume? 
Drew Brees is the same. Passing records, Super Bowl titles, MVPs, Super Bowl MVP, I think. That sounds like something Drew Brees would have done. Sounds right. He's done it all, except one over the hearts of everybody, which he did do the once when he brought his kid on the field with the confetti and everything. Oh, man, that kid wearing tiny earmuffs. (laughs) It was a tiny kid wearing regular size earmuffs, and it was a headphone, I think, a headset. I don't know. It doesn't matter. That kid can hear right. Anyway, Drew Brees, I'm going to say James K. Polk unless you got something better. I got to play on for that one. I'm going to disagree with you there. I'm going to go Drew Brees as the one and only Thomas Jefferson because he put Louisiana on the map. Talking about that purchase. Talking about that season where they came back after Katrina. (laughs) Going up to Atlanta, I got to go with my boy Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, And just like that, President Jack Ryan talking about Harrison Ford, talking about Alec Baldwin, talking about Ben Affleck, talking about Chris Pine. That is President Jack Ryan. What? Oh, oh, because he has the same last name. Right. It's Matt Ryan, Jack Ryan. It's the same last name. That theme has come up a couple of times. Totally. And so he's this totally real president. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. He jumped off a, a a plane, I think, without a parachute. That sounds like something President Jack Ryan would have done. Yeah, and that's what Matt Matt Ryan does. I buy that. I buy that. Okay, cool. One hundred and ten percent. Cool. Jack Ryan. Last team in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers quarterback Cam Newton. We're going slick, Willie. President Bill Clinton. Why? Hey, he's a good old boy from the South. You may remember some of the things that he did that he's not so proud of, but you know what? He got the job done, and he looked good doing it. Yeah. And also, he's slinging that yogurt. Wow! (laughs) Uh, Let's just say they've both been known to take a dab. (laughs) Coming up to the city where we're at now, we're moving to my favorite division, the NFC Central. (laughs) All right, Joe, we're going to start here in Chicago with Jay Cutler. Who do you got? For smoking Jay Cutler, I'm going President James Monroe. Because both were some big-ass tobacco farmers. (laughs) I also heard that James Monroe's wife is an anti-vaxxer as well. <laughs> well, for, uh, for one of their wives, the technology didn't exist at the time, so it's kind of a pass. For the other one, <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> How about uh, the Motor City Kitties? You got anything for... Uh, so we'll just try it whenever. We'll like randomly just say it whenever we think it's right. Carter. Carter. Yeah. 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 Okay. You got Jimmy Carter. Why did you get Jimmy Carter? He's just a good old Georgia boy. Oh, that's all he's doing, just eating peanuts, throwing that football around, y'all. Just, hey, you want some lemonade? You want to throw that pigskin around? Yeah, well, we'll invite over Willie Nelson and have ourselves a party. Get over and talking about Charlie Daniels over here, too. Yeah. It looks good doing it. I mean, can't get shit done, but looks good doing it. And you kind of want to root for him. Habitat for Humanity, he's building some houses in Detroit. It all makes sense. There you go. 
How about the cheese heads? Oh, the cheese heads going into Wisconsin. Aaron Rodgers. You know who Aaron Rodgers is? Who? He's a lot like Herbert Walker Bush. Oh, Bush won. Yeah, Bush won. Okay. He took over for a guy who was intensely more popular, did a ton more, good or bad. Yeah. He was replacing a friggin' legend. Yeah, sitting behind him for years learning. Yeah. And then came up and kind of just all right. Yeah. Like, he was surrounded by some people who maybe weren't necessarily the greatest, like, you know, how, I don't know, Newt Gigrich is James Starks. Or how, like, the Koch brothers are every Wisconsin fan. You know, because they own them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the last two years, though, of uh, Aaron Rodgers' career has definitely been uh, the sports equivalent of vomiting on Prime Minister Miyazawa. <laughs> Oh, so H.W. Bush, uh, definitely, I think there was a marked decline in his performance after he started fucking Barbara Bush. So. Wait, Aaron Rodgers is fucking Barbara Bush? You didn't hear it from me. Damn, that's a hot take. All right, Joe, after that hot take, let's. The hottest of takes. Let's cool off a little bit and head up to further north Minnesota. Sam Bradford, I'm giving you President Chester A. Arthur because from everything that I've read about you researching these bits, nobody thought you could do the job when you walked in and you actually won some people over. I think throughout his career in St. Louis and Philadelphia, uh, Bradford pretty much squandered every piece of faith anyone had in him, and yet he looked pretty good ripping off Five wins to start the season with the Minnesota Vikings. Certainly falling back to earth, but uh, hey, I guess so did uh, Chester A. Arthur. So there you go. And we'll be moving on to the last division in the NFL, the NFC West. Yeah, we heading out west to where it's a dry heat. Go fuck yourself. We're going to Arizona Cardinals with Carson Palmer, who is exactly like this president, Willard Fillmore. How is he Willard Fillmore? Well, I'll tell you, just like Willard Fillmore was the last member of the Whig Party to become president, so too shall Carson Palmer be the last member of the Arizona Cardinals to make the playoffs. And for any of you sticklers at home, Yes, President Fillmore's first name was Millard, and not Willard, but hey, who's counting? I have upside-down dyslexia. I'm going to take a play out of your book. Okay. And I'm going to say Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah, is for sure and obviously... Woodrow Wilson. I was going to say Bill Clinton. Oh, we we used Bill Clinton, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. No, Woodrow Wilson. That makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah. it actually does go a, a little bit deeper than that also, Joe. Turns out Woodrow Wilson was given the Woodrow to Ciara. <laughs> That's right. First Lady Ciara Wilson. <laughs> uh, actually, he had uh, two spouses. 
Weird. His first one died. Uh, but he was a devoted Presbyterian. <laughs> also, uh, Russell Wilson has been uh, very vocal about the League of Nations. <laughs> so, really, the, the parallels are quite uncanny. So similar. Keeping up with the uncanniness of everything. Controversial quarterback. Colin Kaepernick mm. is most like our nation's founding father, George Washington. Ooh. Yes. You're a symbol of hope. Yes. You have wooden teeth. Yes. You cannot tell a lie. Yes. You are a revolutionary. But you probably could have done more, and all your friends are doing a lot of the heavy lifting, and you should have fucking voted. All right. The final current starting quarterback Jared Goff of the Los Angeles Rams. Fact, he lives in the state of California. Truth. Fact, he loves jelly beans. Checks out. Who doesn't? Fact, Jared Goff is Ronald Reagan. Oh, snap. That's so real. Have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? No. Nobody has. Why is... Oh, man. Remember when they wanted to put Jared Goff on the 20? Yes, everyone was saying it was a bit premature, but little did you know, he's already served our country for uh, eight years, more than eight years. Damn. And was a wonderful actor to boot. Yeah. Uh, that also explains why he lets all of his passes trickle down the field. <laughs> all right, so that was 32 starting quarterbacks who are 32 U.S. presidents. Y you know, I'm, so, I'm sorry, the Joe. I got I got one more I got to get in there. There's a president that we didn't use. Bonus president? Yeah, we got a bonus president for a bonus quarterback. Lay it on me, Hooli. The only quarterback to win non-consecutive comeback player of the year is the only president to sub two non-consecutive terms. Chad, Chad Pennington, Pennington is Grover Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes! yes. Oh, the crowd goes crazy. Oh, they must think it's Cody Kessler out here. I, that, yes, that's why they're going crazy. And that's why they're throwing bottles. Uh, well, if it's Chad Pennington throwing bottles, it's not going to go farther than five yards. But chances are it's going to hit its mark. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it. That was the Sports Retorts with Julian and the Joe quarterback presidential comparison. Did we have an official name for that, or was it just the... Election season quarterback fun time game. It's the uh, quarterback election time season fun time game. Okay. Well, I'm glad we played. It sounds like everybody won. Hooray. It's back, 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 back. Looks like we got a walk up. All right, and for this walk-off, we have one single question. The Joe, are you ready? I am ready. Great. If you were to compare one other person in this room right now, i.e. me, yes, and I will compare you to a current or former U.S. president, what president would I be? And I will tell you what president you would be. I find it hard to give you just one president. Oh. Hooli, you are such a a bouquet 
of characteristics that I, I cannot contain you to, to one man. So I'm going to choose three. Okay. I'm going to go with President John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Oh, look at your you. eyes. Mm. Look at your way with ladies. Yeah. You, you run, you walk around in your own Camelot every day <laughs> and nothing, nothing can get through that. And that's beautiful. Uh, I'm going to say that you are a, a little bit of President Obama. Oh. Because I know you did inhale. I, I have once or twice, yes. And I'm going to say that you are... And I'm going to say that you are just a little bit of President Scroob from Spaceballs. Chew your gum. Thank you. Because I have seen your luggage... And I know that it's... Oh, come on, man. Don't tell the whole world my combination. I'll tell, you, I'll tell them it rhymes with schmun, stu, sh three, sh four, five. <laughs> Two of those were the actual... <laughs> They'll never figure it out. I'm just going to hope they never figure it out. So that's my answer for you. Well, thank you. Thank you, you very much. You I, are, I, you are uh, Barack Fitzgerald Scroob. I uh, like breathing air out of a can and breathing other things. All right. Who do you got for me? All right, Joe. Uh, this one is – it was tough, but I feel like I encapsulated you perfectly with a president who cares a lot. You have a big heart, Joe, and Thank you, you care about everyone and you want what's best for everyone. And if you could, you would create some sort of – works program to put people to work and give them jobs when they've had a tough time. That's why you are FDR. Thank you. I know how much you like to study and read. You're a very intelligent person. You're a very caring person. Your girlfriend is smart as a whip and does a lot. She is the epitome of beauty, excellence, and intelligence. And the two of you work very well together. Also, I know how much you love a good sit. I love a good sit. Can't beat a nice blanket. And I love chatting next to fires. That is very real. So I think this is very fitting, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Also, there was that time when you tried to stack the Supreme Court. Shut up. Shut your <laughs> mouth. I, I, it was a good thing. I would have liked it. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. All right, sports fans, thank you very much for tuning in this week. We had a blast recapping the presidents. I hope you had a blast listening to it as well. Stay tuned. Coming up in the upcoming episodes, we will talk college football playoffs. I'm sure we will get into basketball a little bit more and probably some hockey. Also, EPL is around maybe. Also, your love of basketball is one of the reasons I made you Obama. Oh, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. That is so perfect. Mm. Also, if you're going to be on the internet, go ahead and find us on iTunes. We're, search us on Instagram and Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter. Just, We're in all of those places with a variety of names. Yeah, just search. Search for some combination of sports retorts, Hooli and the Joe, and those things should get you where you need to go. Yeah, like, share, send, all of that. And uh, if you do it and you're like, hey, I liked your page. Will you like mine? We'll like yours back. Yeah. 
Boop. I, I always love liking a good page. Yeah, I'll like for like. I'll like yours if you like mine. Oh, done. Likes. 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 Uh, bye. <laughs>